Are you ready? Follow along two young professionals and did we mention high school sweethearts as they dive into the realness of life. Alexis and Quentin are real people with real thoughts on work, college, relationships, and more, all exposed on the Stick With Me Kid podcast. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Stick With Me Kid podcast. I am your co-host, Quentin Hollis, along with my beautiful co-host. <laughs> oh, that was so sweet. Uh, my name's Alexis, if you're new here. And we are back for episode, what is this, four or five? I think we're on five already. Episode five? Oh, wait. Well, actually, we missed last week, so I think this is actually episode four. No, no, no. We uploaded episode four. Last week was episode five. We oh, just didn't. Five? Yeah. Okay. Fun <laughs> facts for you guys. I looked this up. The, um, I think the like average, or not the average, Death the of like, a podcast. The, the, yeah, like the, <laughs> the rank life. of the podcast. Yeah, the like average life of a podcast is seven episodes. So we're getting close to like that point where people quit. So that's kind of motivation if we can get past there and keep going. It's like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. made it farther than the average bear. That's true. And I mean, last week things got busy. A little hectic, um, which is why we are uploading the podcast when we are now. So we did take a week off, but that's okay. Um, it's our first little venture, and we're sticking to it. So, so speaking of our little break, that actually kind of takes me into our weekend recap. So it is November, as you guys know. What you may not know is that November brings a couple of things. The best things. <laughs> Cold weather. Alexis getting impatient for Christmas mm-hmm. and Alexis's birthday. And those three ding, things ding, ding. brought together <laughs> equal multiple trips to New York City. Like, who doesn't want to go to New York? So that's where the magic happens. So, excuse me. <laughs> um, what was it, like two weeks ago now? So, yeah. this past weekend, I was in New York, but we're actually referring to the weekend recap the weekend prior. Um, Quentin and I, his brother and his friend, we went to New York for the day, which was super fun. My job actually kind of had this annual New York trip set up. So, of course, I had to sign us up and go. Like, who wouldn't want to do that? Well, you're leaving out what was so good about the timing. Um, oh, Christmas lights. Everything was up. No, that was true, but... Oh, and it could just be my birthday trip. It was the weekend right before <laughs> her birthday. So her birthday was on Monday. The 11th. The 11th. And then we took the uh, trip. Um, Saturday the Yeah, 9th. the Saturday right before. Mm-hmm. So that worked out really good. Um, we went there. We did some shopping and stuff. She had like a good little birthday trip. Um, we got, I got her gift there, which just like, she got to pick out some clothes and then like, um, thank you, babe. For it. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad that you like, I'm glad that you wore your, um, I think like, I've worn everything. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually sometimes, worn like, everything. <laughs> sometimes I'll get Alexis clothes or like shoes or something and she won't wear it until well, like forever. Yeah. Cause I feel like I have to wait for the right occasion, but like everything we I picked out, we picked out. Like, I'm ready. It's freezing here. You know the high so is, like, in the 30s now. I'm normally... So, normally, I'm the person that, like, if I buy something, I probably I won't wear it for a while because I'll... He doesn't ruin... Know. Wants to ruin the newness Yeah, sometimes I don't want to, like... I don't want to mess it up. Or sometimes, like, I don't want to... Um, I don't know. I'm just like used to You're wearing like, like let my, me buy this my new pair good, of jeans you know? and I'll wait three months to wear them. <laughs> well, not even it's because I'm so used to like just grabbing like the same like five ten mm-hmm. hoodies or whatever that I have, and then sometimes I forget to wear new stuff. But mm-hmm. in certain situations, like when I buy you stuff, I'm like, why we switch? Why that's are we switching true. now? Yeah, that's true. Because me, on the other hand, like this past weekend, I decided to buy brand new white shoes. 
to wear in the city. But it's okay. They survived. Barely. Actually, they didn't survive, but I'm not mad about it because I had a great time. But anyways. We can get into that in a second next weekend. So, to... Sunday. Sunday, exactly. So, Saturday, we went to New York, had a good time. Sunday, we woke up. We went to the new spot on Main Street that we really like. We got some more brunch and mimosas. Bottomless mimosas. Mm -hmm. And then what did we do the rest of Sunday? What did we do after that? I think we chilled because, not going to lie, those mimosas hit me. Oh, yeah. Alexis was down on some mimosas. Yeah. (laughs) I was celebrating my birthday. made sure the server knew that, too. (laughs) So, that was Alexis's birthday weekend, which was really cool. And then... On your actual birthday, Monday the 11th. I went to work, unfortunately. It was Veterans Day, but I guess once you hit college in the adult world, they don't recognize that as a holiday in which you don't have to work. So it was fine. Went to work. My friends made it really fun. They treated me to breakfast and lunch, and then I got dinner with Clinton and his family at Cheesecake. Boom. Okay, so first weekend recap knocked out. Now we're moving on to the second one, which I will let you take away because I wasn't there. Oh, okay. We're going to cover that. Second weekend recap was great. Um, I took Friday off from work, met my two best friends, Kennedy and Erica, in the city. Again, we stayed for the weekend. It was super fun. Let me tell you, New York is expensive. You but it's worth say. it. But it's expensive, which honestly, we're just going to jump right into it. It leads us to the topic for today. We're talking about how much we spend in a month as 23-year-olds, because I can say that we're the same age again, as 23-year-olds <laughs> in Delaware living on our own, like outside of our parents' homes, but we live together. Um, so yeah, first things first, if you don't follow us on our Instagram page already, you should, because we did a little poll last week to prepare for this episode. Pause, and we want to go pause, over pause, the- pause. What she meant to say is if you don't follow us on our Instagram page, go ahead and pause this video right now. Take the five seconds to open up your freaking app and just hit follow. <laughs> now, Please, babe, go ahead. And thank you. It's at stick with me kid podcast um but yes we did a poll on there kind of to introduce the episode see where our followers are at where they're at in their life and their expenditure if you will so we wanted to go over those results before we actually get into it so the first question we asked was do you make a budget 42 percent said yes 58 percent said no where do you fall quinn i do make a budget so yeah. It's a yes for me too. Second question Do you stick to your budget? 36% said yes. 64% said no. I personally fall under the no category. <laughs> Without even adding up the numbers, I already knew I didn't stick to my budget. So I'm a no also. Third question we asked Do you have a savings? 73% voted yes. 27% said, no, nah, I don't care about that. <laughs> um, I fall under yes. Yeah, I do have a savings account. Now. Um, <laughs> and then the last kind of general question we asked was, do you have credit established? 73% said yes and 27% said no. So I do have established credit. It's been something I've been working on for a little while now. Actually, I started like... Uh, beginning of college so it is something that yeah I do have built up okay and then I have credit as well but we kind of wanted to talk about credit just a little bit in more detail um kind of like for each of us when we first got our credit card what made us want to get a credit card kind of things like that so why don't you go first babe yeah so okay I wanted to get a credit card 
Um, mainly because one, I wanted to establish credit. So, okay, I bought my first car. When was this? Um, what year? In high school. It was my senior year of high school. So this was back in like 2014. It was like at the very beginning of 2014 because it was like the middle of my senior year. Bought my first car. Um, it was under my mom's name, but I made the payments for it myself. And like my parents had told me like, dang, if we could put this under your name, like you would be building credit right now um, because like I would be making the monthly payments and that's a loan and stuff like that. But because it was under my mom's name for the renter's insurance like that, I knew I wasn't actually building credit. So for like, I guess like a year and a half, two years, I was like, um, I started like thinking about that because I knew it was something I was going to need in the future. And then um, I went ahead and I got my first uh, credit card from Wells Fargo was the student credit card because I couldn't get one from like other places. I didn't have like any credit at all. Um, and after that, like I basically just had that one for like, um, I use it for gas pretty much and just paid it off at the end of the week to build up my credit. And I wanted to have it also because like there would be times when like maybe you're a little low on cash and like just in case like an emergency popped up, I wanted to have it because like, guys, I was only working at Walgreens at the time. <laughs> like I was literally probably like 25 cents above minimum wage. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then after I got that one and I started looking into like, okay, what other cars can I get? After, like, and started thinking about the next step, I really, like, started talking to um, people that I worked with and also just doing my own research on, uh, like, points cards mm-hmm. and, like, travel rewards and stuff like that. That's smart. Um, yeah, which I am actually really, like, not really into. I used to be more than I am now. I need to get back into it, especially now that, like, we can take advantage of it more. Um, but... I did look into that. One of the things that used to be popular in like the point saving world is like the Chase Trifecta, they call it. So like Mm. um, the next card I got after my Wells Fargo like student credit card is the Chase Freedom card um, because like that was the first like step in that Chase Trifecta. And basically what it was is like you would get this Chase, you would get the Chase Freedom card and then the Chase Unlimited and then the Chase like Sapphire Reserve or Preferred or whatever. And you could like roll over points that you accumulated on one into the other and like spend it on miles and stuff like that. So that was my history with credit cards. That is what I try to use them for. I do have points build up on some of my cards that I actually need to use for us on like trips and stuff coming up. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great to me. Kind of, okay, unlike you, I admire how you think ahead, you plan. Like, it is how you were saying you then switched your mindset to, like, wanting to get specific credit cards for air travel and hotel stays and points and things like that. I was late to the game with getting a credit card. So anyone who is in their young 20s and college that doesn't have credit established yet, don't feel like you're alone because I did not get a credit card until maybe March of my senior year of college. So I am not even a year into establishing my credit with that said, I just never really like saw a point in getting a credit card. It wasn't until I was thinking about moving out, like moving up to Delaware with Quentin, where I realized I needed to have some kind of credit established just with the process of um, like applying for apartments and things like that, like not wanting to have a guarantor and everything on the lease as well. So I always got credit card information in the mail, but I kind of just like threw it away, tossed it around. So when it was time to start like applying to credit cards, I kind of just saw like the first one. I attempted to do a little research. I used to ask you all the time, like, which card should I do? Like I knew what your first card was, but I just wasn't sure. 
ended up just going with something that was sent to me in the mail. I got the Capital One Platinum card. It was super simple. Like, my limit was $300. I was just going to use it for gas. And it said, like, after the first five months of making a minimum payment of, like, $25, it will increase to $500. And I was like, okay, that's cool or whatever. Like, I'm only using it for gas. Guys, I reached my fifth month payment, like, a month ago. Tell me why my credit line jumped from three hundred dollars to three hundred thousand three hundred dollars, so thirty three hundred or whatever. You said, said three hundred thousand. Oh wait, did I? Yes, Excuse you did. Me. I'm sorry. It it seemed like that big of a jump to me at the time. All right, so <laughs> it jumped to thirty three hundred. Thirty three. So okay. it increased three thousand dollars, which was wild to me. They want um, you to spend that money. Exactly, but I'm not falling for it. So it, shout out to anyone. Or like not even shout out, just a little word of advice. Do not try and go above that 10% because they're just trying to get you in that little credit debt hole. We're trying to avoid that. So the 10% that you're speaking about is actually um, like 10% of your credit utilization is what you want to try to stay under because credit uh, or credit utilization um, is one of the factors that they look at when they determine your credit score. So mm-hmm. the ratio of how much you actually used on your card versus which you could actually spend. So if she has a credit line of um, $3,000, you want to keep that, which you actually have charged on that card below 300 if you're trying to improve your credit score. Mm-hmm. Um, as for if which you actually... Which is good to know, actually, because like... I. And not going to lie, even to this day, I still ask questions. I, it just confuses me because I try and do everything online. So when it says like a payment posted and I know what my due date is each month, but like, I don't know, it just confuses me. So as long as I see my number under my 10%, I guess I'm doing okay in that world. But again, I'm learning. I just am starting to establish credit. So Right. Okay. So we were about to transition out of this topic, but I want to spend like a quick, like 30 seconds to a minute on it because... <laughs> I like it. I feel like it could add value to some of you guys out there, especially with what Alexis was just saying. Ready, set, go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, ten percent utilization—that's a good thing to follow if you're trying to build your credit. Also, what I tell everybody that asks me about credit to do is go ahead and make an account on Credit Karma. People are scared to check their credit because, like, there was a myth out there that if you check your credit too much, then your score will go down. Guys, this is not true. If you check it through Credit Karma, trust me, I have checked mine like plenty of times. I've never gotten my score dinged because of it. You will not get your credit dinged for checking your scores. They don't want you to check your scores so that way you can't improve them. Do not Mm. believe it. Log on there, check your credit, track it, make sure that that number is going up. If it's not going up, look at the factors that they use to judge your credit because it'll tell you on there. That's how I know like the 10% utilization thing. It'll tell you on the website the different factors that they have that give you your credit rating. One of the other really big factors is um, your length of credit history. So that very first student card that I have, had, I still have to this day, and I'm not going to cancel it. I don't use it anymore, but I never just close down the account because that's my longest existing line of credit. So that's improving my score right now because that goes back a couple years. If I were to take that out, my score would go down. So just a couple quick tips for you guys because mm-hmm. I felt like it might be helpful. Yeah. Again, I'm still learning, so I appreciate that. That was something Quentin told me like soon into getting my first card, which did help because, again, my first limit was 
dollars. And when I gas up, if my tank is like on a quarter, is that's forty dollars right there, and that's above my ten percent. So like mm-hmm. I was starting to pay attention to little things like that too. But kind of to that point of credit cards and how and when we got them and why we started it, I feel like we should go over kind of our background with dealing with and understanding money before we reveal like our total monthly spend and everything. Okay, so my background with money, um, I guess kind of started with my parents giving me, uh, giving my brother and I an allowance growing up. It wasn't much at all. I think it was like- Oh, you had allowance? Yeah, it was Actually, like- Actually, I think everyone had allowance besides had, me. It was like 10, it was like 10 or 15 bucks a week when we were little. I mean, that's, yeah. take yourself was, to Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah, my parents were like, you know, if y'all wanted, they didn't like buying us like games and stuff like that because they thought it was stupid. So they were like, if y'all want to buy any of that stupid stuff that you want, like go ahead and save <laughs> the money or like put it together. And then like, um, so like I had to do that um, growing up, obviously. And then when I got old enough, I got my first job working at Walgreens. Um, I had wanted to work for a while just because I wanted to have my own money to like spend. And I wanted to, at that point, I really knew I wanted to save up to get a car. Well, um, so when did you start working at Walgreens? Cause you said you got a car your senior year of high school. I got, I started working at Walgreens my senior year of high school too. Oh, okay. So okay. yeah, I got my, um, I got the job and then I would get dropped off um, on the after school bus and walk from the end of the shopping center to Walgreens, go to work, um, clock out. And then my mom would come pick me up at night and bring me, uh, home and my mom or my dad, whoever. And basically like, I just like saved pretty much all of the money I made from Walgreens for the down payment for my car. Um, my parents helped me out. They like, I didn't have all of it. They gave me, I think I had like um, the, the down payment was probably like three grand. I had two. They gave me like one. Um, oh, and then, yeah, from that, like that was kind of like my uh, basis point of understanding like money and like spending, like what to spend on, what not to spend on. Because like when I first started working that job and I'd like at first it was nice. I was like, wow, somebody just put like money in my <laughs> bank account. And then like, like deposit. exactly. And then I started spending money and like I would stop looking at things. It's like, OK, that. Like, um, that, like that five dollar Starbucks, maybe yeah, not Starbucks for you. For but me, like, that's what I was trying to think. Like, would like that that five dollar Philip? Yeah, that five dollar <laughs> Philip. That's what we was eating back in the Walgreens days. The five dollar Phillips with the KFC right across the street. Um, but nah, that five dollar Philip, <laughs> it's not five dollars anymore. It's like okay, I make seven fifty an hour. That that's an five hour work. exactly. That's almost an hour of work. So everything almost kind of got put in like the the hours perspective for a while but um when did you start having bills and stuff i my, as soon as i got my car i had my monthly car payment mm-hmm. um so when i had that that was like 275 um and at first i was paying insurance too but then my mom was like if insurance is too much i could take that over for you so i was like my <laughs> insurance is a little a blessing. Bit too much <laughs> yeah she blessed me on that one um so I didn't have to pay insurance anymore, but I had the car note. So like that was kind of like my first bill. And honestly, having that monthly bill that I had to plan around was kind of like an introduction into like budgeting as well, because it's like, no matter what you do, you better make sure that you had that 275 by the third so my mm-hmm. mom could put it in a bank account. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of like um, my introduction. And then like I've always thought about like uh, savings and investing and different stuff like that. So when I got... Uh, two jobs like my second job when I worked at Apple and they offered like 
different things like 401k plans and uh, stock options. I participated in those and also Dang, saved 401k money. 401k in college? No, I mean, <laughs> set money. Well, yeah, they matching it. So it's like free money. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is my personal opinion, but if you work at a job and they're going to match your 401k, at least put in whatever they're going to match it to. If they're going to match yeah, you up to 3%, mm-hmm. contribute that 3% at least. If it's 6, contribute 6 because mm-hmm. that's just free money that they're going to give you. Just take it. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I would do stuff like that. And then like it panned out because I knew I wasn't really going to need it. Like Honestly, like when I did that stuff... I, I knew I wasn't going to need it for retirement. I knew like I wasn't going to retire anytime soon, but I wanted to like kind of hide money for myself. That's something that I like to do is just like hide money in different places. So that way, like if I'm down, I know where I can go get it. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. so, like if I'm down bad, I'm like, dang, I really need like 33, like, you know what I'm saying? Some whatever. I know where I can pull it from. And like your 401k plan or like your stock plan, it's not, um, it's not liquid enough to where you can have direct access to it like if we were going out tonight i couldn't just be like oh let me pull 100 bucks <laughs> out of my 401k to like go splurge uh-huh. but it's liquid enough to where if, if i had a bill coming up or, or something, something like that yeah, yeah i could pull it out in time okay um, but then it also helped me with investing and stuff too because i have money set aside in certain pockets so wow your your background and understanding of money makes me look like like illiterate <laughs> okay i will say my, I guess the way I grew up, I didn't have like the traditional upbringing, as you will, like with allowance and things like that. So growing up, we never had allowance. It was more so if there was something my sister or I wanted to do with our friends, our parents would give us enough money for that activity. So like if you're going to a movies, we'll get $20 for the night, go get our movie ticket, dinner, popcorn, whatever, something like that. So I never, I don't even think I got a bank card, a bank card or a bank account. Until high school. Like, I think it was senior year of high school. Can I interrupt you real quick? Mm-hmm. So, my first savings account, my parents opened it up for my, like, one for my brother and I on, like, one, I think it was one of our birthdays a while ago. We were real little. Um, but they put $100 in it for each of us. And I think we would, like, deposit money in it here and there every once in a while. And then, like, we were so little at some point we completely forgot about it a couple weeks ago my mom was giving me like my mail mm-hmm. and one of them was from like that old bank account that hundred dollars is down to like 20 like after all them <laughs> years or something like that like with the fees that they take out because we haven't really? actually put in any money in yeah that money that is sucks. Like that's like 80 dollars gone i know mm-hmm. <laughs> but but yeah no i didn't get my first bank account until high school but again, because like we just get cash for whatever it was we needed to do at the time. And because we didn't have allowance, like Angel and I, we kind of did like what we were told to do. We got good grades. So our allowance, okay, this was our allowance. We got paid for our report cards. So A's were $5. Okay, no, elementary school. Remember when it was the number system? So fours were $5, which was equivalent to an A. Three stars were $4 and threes were $3. And we didn't get... Um, paid below those because that was unacceptable. So like, <laughs> but then when you get to um, high school, it was just A's and B's we got paid for. So like no C's. So like that was like four payments a month, I guess. I mean, four payments a year from my parents. And then like in between there, whatever like we wanted to do, we get paid. Or if we, um, like I used to help my dad out in the garden 
and Angel like never volunteered. So when I'd volunteer and help after, my dad was like, "Here's twenty dollars. Thank you for like helping me plant flowers." So like things like that. So was that something that Angel knew about, or was no. that like hush hush on the side? Well, like- I actually I could ask her. I don't know if she ever knew, but it's not like I did it expecting money. So like that was just a nice little prize, if you Angel will. For- listen to this <laughs> podcast and get so heated. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice prize for um for doing something good. But I remember I was little, I had to be like five years old, and I guess I lost all my teeth at a young age. But I just remember having my little little purple purse walking to Toys R Us with like cash gaping out, like ready to go buy my first like um, toy by myself. But you pulled all your teeth out, didn't you? No, <laughs> I did not. But um, so yeah, like that was kind of like my first experiences with money. Got my bank card, bank account card in high school, and I got my first job in high school. I worked in fast food. And even when I got that job, I didn't necessarily, like, have to get a job. I cheered school and competitive all throughout middle school and high school. And then my senior year, I just, like, was done and decided to take a break. So then I was like, everyone at the school was getting a job at this place called Freddy's. And I was like, yeah, let me just join, like, the high school crowd. And, like, I met some really good friends through there. And I remember it was right when we started dating and I was like, I need to hurry up and work and work all these hours so I can buy Quentin something good for Black Friday. Because that's one thing I do remember. I never really had like my own budget per se to go Black Friday shopping with friends. And what do I look like saying, Mom, can I have like $300 to go Black Friday shopping? So I was excited to have a job right before Thanksgiving to get Quentin some some beats, some wireless beats. That was my whole paycheck went to that. So that go there goes my understanding of money. I was working to buy things. That basically. was a good Christmas for me, y'all. I got to <laughs> I was happy. <laughs> but then to keep in mind, um, again, I didn't have bills, so I was just working to work, so I had this extra money. In senior year, I had fourth period off with my friends, and we could also leave for an hour for lunch. So I'd go buy lunch at lunchtime, and then i get a $6 Starbucks drink after school on the way to our, like our last class off campus. And then maybe a couple months into my job, I'm asking my mom for $20 for lunch. And she's like, Alexis, what are you doing? You have a job. Where's your money going? And that was the first time I think I actually looked at my expenses in my bank account. And I saw about $70 was going to food a week, a week. And again, I worked part time and my salary was like $8.75. So a little more than your 25 cents above minimum wage, but it wasn't much. And that's when I kind of started realizing I needed to start budgeting better. But again, to be like fully transparent, because we're trying to keep it real with y'all, I didn't really start like having a savings until my senior year of college when I was working at Orange Theory. And that was like good money that I made for what I did Um, because I worked full time, but I got bonuses and everything. So I was able to still pay things for entertainment and stuff, but still like build a savings. Mm -hmm. And I was also knowing I was I knew I wanted to move out after graduation. So I had to save something if I was going to afford rent and like the move process and everything. So that's my background. Again, my first bills weren't really until I moved out and had rent and things like that, which I'm very grateful and blessed for. And now actually student loans are starting. So I'm glad I've since understood money better and again i started relating it to hourly too i'm like hmm do i want chick-fil-a because that's a whole hour of work right there and like i felt like i deserved to keep that hour so that's kind of my background which leads us into the main topic for today how much do we spend in a month okay so you know the trend i'm sure everyone's seen it on youtube 
on Instagram, if you have, if you follow any type of influencer, any industry, there's this trend going around, like how much I spend in New York City as a 24 year old or in LA or how much I spend in a week as a college student. Well, Quentin and I thought we were going to hop on the bandwagon, but instead of doing a week, we're going to do a month. And instead of like actively tracking how much we're spending, we're going to do last month. So it's like fully authentic and real. This is what we spent without even realizing we're about to break it down. Yeah, and the results, I don't know about you, but I know about me, where, like, I knew I wasn't on the budget that I wanted to be, or, like, mm-hmm. the one I set, because, like I said, I, you know, I don't really stick to my budget all the time <laughs> like that. Um, we like to have fun. Exactly. I didn't think it would be as bad as it was. You were hurting. Yeah, I was I was kind of hurting after that. So we're going we gonna to have to revisit and actually tighten down and stick to the budget a little bit. Yes, we want to preface before we release any like numbers and information. We've already decided we are going to sit down after we record this, redo our budget, cut some unnecessary expenses out, and like continue to move forward and grow our savings like twice as fast now. Yes, because... Like, guys, I'm, okay, Not before we get into the numbers, and these are rough numbers, but, like, I'm just going to throw something out. Like, actually writing stuff down, I would encourage anybody to do this because, like, when you actually write down and list out what you spent money on in a month, mm-hmm. like, looking at the numbers right now, I could save 113 bucks if I just canceled some subscriptions I don't even mm-hmm. use anymore. Especially so, like, subscriptions. Stuff like, like, those get you. Like, even at working at Orange Theory, some people will come in to cancel their $169 a month membership after not coming for nine months just because they forgot they were paying for it because they just didn't look at their state their bank statements so our basic monthly living expenses um is actually a pretty short list we got rent renter's insurance cable slash internet and the gym why do you have gym on there because i go to the gym and no, it's no, a no, recurring just, but, monthly expense but that's not something we have to have the gym i feel like is more entertainment but it's not, though. Yes, it is, because you're choosing to pay for something when we have a free apartment complex gym downstairs. That's true. That's entertainment. But this is a monthly... Okay, so what I just listed out were, like, some of my fixed monthly expenses, the things that I know I'm going to have But then you have to add in Hulu, Apple Music, Disney+, Plus, because that's a fixed monthly expense, but... Is that not entertainment? Those things are entertainment. I would not classify the gym as entertainment. I would Free not. Free at home workouts. I would. Okay, you have a point, but I'm still going to go to the gym. So. <laughs> okay, okay, whatever. So we have rent, renters, insurance, cable, and internet in the gym. Oh, and power. Oh, and, and power. power. How did we forget about the power? <laughs> <laughs> we got to update our budget. <laughs> But yeah, so that's what we're working with in regards to what our financial responsibilities are. Everything else, like shopping, food, gas, miscellaneous subscriptions, falls under like entertainment. No. Well, I mean, no. I wouldn't really classify it as entertainment. So Okay, well, gas is not entertainment, but it's miscellaneous. Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, I do it by like fixed expenses and then like variable expenses. And then like sometimes not. But I see what you're saying. I don't, like, <laughs> entertainment, the gym is not entertainment, babe. But I digress. Um, yeah, you digress. <laughs> so the big question that I'm sure everyone wants to know the answer to, we did a multiple choice question on our story about the total expenditure for Quentin and I in a month. One, mm. Some people voted for 3000 mm. Some people voted for 1500 mm. No one voted for 4000 <laughs> and a majority voted for 2500 mm-hmm. 
You ready for the grand total? We need a drum roll. Our grand grand total is about $5,200. That's so sad. That's so sad to see. $5,200 a month. Again, that's Quentin and I combined, but that's like, we honestly, besides shopping, we kind of spend the same things. We okay, so we kind of do actually, which was a little bit surprising. I honestly thought that like I spent way more than you, but I thought I spent way more than you. I know because again, I just I don't shop often, but I feel like when I shop, I shop in October. I was I guess I was gearing up for the winter and wanting to buy like sweaters and outfits and things like that. Mm-hmm. But for example, like the cable bill is in my name, so that. To, to be transparent, that 150-some monthly charge comes out of my account, but Quentin handles the power bill. Like, he signed up for it, so it just comes out of his account. Right. And so the way that we were doing it first, and if anybody um, on this podcast, but I'm sure there's somebody is, is, like, about to move in with somebody, whether it be, like, a roommate or your, like, significant other, whatever it is, uh, an app we were using was called Splitwise, and you can add in, like, monthly, not even monthly, just expenses that you had that should be, like, split between people. So, like, at first we were adding, like, uh, cable and internet, the power bill, like groceries and stuff like that in there. But like, as time went on, we kind of like got more leaning with it, and we we're like these things yeah. kind of like equal out. So we haven't mm-hmm. been like as strict with it. So I'm about to give you guys some rough numbers. Just know for certain things, like I'll go, I'll probably throw out there like groceries. Um, the amount that I put out probably wasn't totally covered by me because some of it was probably split between me and Alexis at some point, mm-hmm. but we just don't track it enough to the point where I can give you a real exact yeah, number. Yeah, that's true. And to understand our breakdown, we're two like recent grads, 23 years old. We live in Delaware. We have a two-bedroom, um, two-bath apartment. Right. And we both have our own car, so own transportation. Correct. Okay. So... Once again, these are rough, not exact numbers. Um, so, food. Spent about 270 bucks on that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, gas, about 163 on that. And you know what? Gas, I was actually pleasantly surprised with. I thought that was going to be a lot higher. I think gas is kind of Yeah, because you drive around a lot. Yeah, I think gas is kind of off, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> subscriptions. So, my subscriptions total right now, like... I'm paying a hundred and like thirty-two bucks a month, which is ridiculous. I'm like literally after we stop this podcast, I am going to cancel these like mm-hmm. half of these subscriptions. Um, miscellaneous work stuff that comes up, like I'm in sales, so sometimes like I run over to like Staples. Like last week, I um, like was working Ooh, with a little. Asked to expense that. <laughs> I, know, right? I, I was working with somebody and I didn't have like the paperwork I needed them to sign, so I just like ran over to Staples real quick and printed out and brought it back. Um, that actually only came to seven dollars and fifty one cents last month, which was good. Mm-hmm. Um, Movies and parking, probably for a concert or something we went to, came out to like seventy five bucks. Uh, groceries came out to three fifty six about, and then like other stuff. So like um, ATM withdrawals, credit card payments, um, miscellaneous like Cash App or like Walgreens trips and like little stuff like that came out to six hundred and eighty one dollars and seventy cents, which. A lot of that actually came from, like, 
I get my hair cut probably twice a month. So that's like 25, 30 bucks twice right there in ATM mm-hmm. withdrawals. Plus, uh, I have to take the toll to work when I go up to the office a lot of times. So I take cash out for that. And then, uh, like, the little stuff, like the little shopping you do, like when you run out to Walgreens and you just pick up, like, medicine because mm-hmm. you got a cold or like yeah, you like run over to went grab to a snack the other that stuff day. adds up like what did we get we went to walgreens we bought toilet paper um like rubbing alcohol hand yeah. sanitizer because we needed nog. some little stuff and we and i got like little trip. makeup items like drugstore makeup items like not even shopping at sephora or ulta oh. she said the total was 78 i said excuse me yes. <laughs> like we have like five items in our hand but it adds up and i was telling her back when i worked at walgreens i would have to put up like the sales tags and when i like went over to the makeup section and had to put up those sales tags that's almost like yo girls actually mad bread let me talk oh, about makeup, that for like, a minute the expenses for girls, okay, so nails, and I don't know why, but everyone wants to charge more for nails now, and I get um, acrylic gel What was tips. it going to charge you in New York? Oh, so usually the most I've paid for a fill-in or a brand new set is like in the 45 to $55 range. Tell me why this past weekend I was going to get my nails done because I, be- I beat my friends to the city by like an hour and a half, and one of my fingers had broke. And I went to this local nail salon. They had like four and a half stars, which was good because, you know, you can't risk it in New York. I sat down and she said it was going to be $70 for a fill-in. Mm. Now, of course, I had to go to my Instagram and I did a poll asking if that was outrageous or normal in New York. And what actually, a majority said that was outrageous. So I'm glad I decided to say, excuse me, actually, my friends want to get their nails done too. So we're going to come back. And I definitely got up and bounced because I was not paying $70 for a fill-in. Hold on. So I got a question for you. I forgot to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Was that like a, a designer spot? Like, does Karuchi go there? And like, that's why their no. prices were so Honestly, high? Honestly, I like- think the issue was it was like a nail and spa. So they did a little more than just like your basic nail salon. So they have like oh, put fancier like massages and stuff. You and like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, like I was reading some reviews and they put some type of wax on your feet if you get a pedicure. But Ooh. again, I wasn't trying to spoil myself like that. Like seventy dollars for a fill in. Like, and again, Quentin jokes around with this, but I compare everything to like luxury items because like I don't have a <laughs> Louis bag, but I'm like, wow, my entertainment is the cost of a Louis. So if I just cut that out and just stick to bills, <laughs> maybe I could. I was joking, but like I just compare to things like that or seventy dollars. That's two shirts I could have, and those shirts I will be with me like long that. term. My nails are gonna last two weeks, and then what? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But then again, another thing with girls getting your hair done and now i can Mm. only speak from my perspective but the hairstyles i choose to get which help in regards to getting ready in the morning and the health of my hair i did get protective style so i get my hair braided the last time i got my hair braided it was um about 250 dollars so hold on actually (laughs) i just thought about something so girls get their hair done and it's like expensive like it's more i know people that some people get it costs way more than what i've gotten mine done right so when guys get a haircut, it's like 30 bucks. It's like 20 bucks plus. Mm-hmm. So, but I wonder how it plays out over time. So, like, you spent, let's say the average you spend when you get your hair done is 300 bucks. Oh, how long does it last you? That's true. So, like, when I get box braids, it will last me, like, at least two months. And I got them smaller. So, honestly, oh, probably no, longer than you. that. You're still beating me? <laughs> yeah, because if, a- if you pay 300 and it lasts you two months, then mm-hmm. that's basically 150 a month. I get my hair cut like twice a month. Oh, that's yeah, like 60 mine's bucks. still more expensive. So, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, like the hairstyle I get lasts longer, but most hairstyles, like if you get a sew-in or like a lace front, things like that, 
it it doesn't last like maybe a month. But again, that's speaking from my perspective. Now I know it's expensive just to like go get your hair washed and cut if you want extensions at like the regular like salon. Like not how do I say this? Like not just for black girls. I know that getting your hair done is expensive is what I'm saying. So like that's just a hard life for every female in the world. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I do I feel for y'all because like I said, working at Walgreens, putting up the sales tags on that makeup. (laughs) <laughs> Looking at them prices, it was it was expensive, and even like women's products, like y'all stuff, be up there. So mm-hmm. I, I feel for y'all. But let's get into your budget. Let's see what you spent last month, Miss. I ain't letting that credit limit increase get me. Let's see what you actually did. Well, so my credit card had about four hundred dollars on it. Like, cause it, in the app it showed how much I spent, but how much I paid down. So by the time my payment posted, it was under the ten percent. But, like, over the course of the month, I spent about $400 of, like, my credit line or whatever. And that was to gas mostly and then shopping. And I, I shopping was a lot because I went to Express. And, you know, you can get two things and you're already at $90 at mm-hmm. Express. But, um, so, yeah, that was my credit card. That was it. Just gas and shopping, whatever. We're chill. So, on my bank account, my debit card, the total spend was 2500 And then a 1000 of that, though, was into rent and bills for the most part. Again, because I have like the cable in my name, renter's insurance in my name, all of that good stuff. And the other 1500 I kind of just did a lump sum. It was shopping and food. So whether it's eating out or going grocery shopping, um, movie tickets, paying for parking, Ubers. There was some gas on my car too. Because again, if I pay for gas on my credit card and the payment didn't post yet, I don't want to keep doing it and like not be able to track it. So I'll just use my other card too, just depending on the day. So I have gas on that card too. Subscriptions. I pay for Apple Music. I pay for iCloud. I pay for a photo editing app. I pay for Disney Plus. But I guess Disney Plus was in October, so I can take that out. Yeah, you could. Mm-hmm. I pay for a gym membership. That's like $30 a month, but it's unlimited. Well, obviously it's unlimited. It's a box gym. But I get like unlimited classes and stuff too. And I can bring a guest for free like every time, which is nice. And honestly, again, like I probably, I know I bought like at least $200 went to Cash App and Venmo because I, we purchased our hotel for New York from this past weekend in October. So I sent my money for that. I purchased my train ticket. So I sent my money for that. So things like that add up. So like, that's not a reoccurring expense. So I just happened to pay for those things in October. So it kind of, it probably made my total higher like that. But maybe if I sat down and looked at my budget and took out all the reoccurring expenses, I can have like a little more wiggle room. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And like you going over your numbers just made me remember when I went over mine, the total for that came to about like 1680. Um, and that was because that I, was before. Yeah, that was stuff. so that was just like the money that I like not fixed expenses that we covered and stuff. So like the rent, renters insurance, cable, gym, stuff like that. So with those fixed expenses, that brought me to like about twenty seven hundred. And then yours total, you just said twenty five hundred. And that's how we got to the fifty two. Mm-hmm. That disgusting number. Yes, that disgusting. We, need to we fix. want to clarify, like. God is God is great. We are blessed, but we need to do better. Like I want to start couponing. I want to start like I don't know. Maybe I need to start selling clothes I don't wear or doing like little side hustles. We were kind of talking about that too, just because. Yeah, I'm about to pick up a side hustle. And there, I think you were telling me like whatever book it was you were reading. How we we talked about this in another episode, but 
when it comes to being financially smart and everything like that. I guess like the richest people in the world have more than one stream of income. Oh, yeah. So if you um if you're looking to like get ahead or what like people call it is like trying to get out of the rat race and you want to have like extra money to like take your little trips and do whatever you want to do, you could focus on one job and like try to build that income stream up. But that's honestly kind of hard to do and get one like income stream to the point where it can let you do everything that you really want. Um, what I've learned from like reading and just like talking to different people is people that uh, live those lifestyles really have um like multiple streams of income so i mean i've been trying to work on like little businesses here and there but i definitely they're like more longer term plays like this podcast is obviously something that we need to invest time in and like spend effort on before it's going to pay dividends Mm -hmm. but i do want to pick up a little like side hustle or two to bring in more like immediate income yeah that's true and i mean again you don't have to like want to make a video or do a podcast about your what you spend in a month, what you spend in a week. But this for us to finally sit down and do this was definitely a wake up call. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad we did it. These numbers are okay. alarming. The way I would treat budgets before was like I would make the budget and but and I would always. I'd be conscious of like my spending, so like I would try to ease up, especially if I know I've been spending a lot, but. Now I am definitely going to be a lot more diligent because this is way off course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, before we lead into the weekly chew, I did want to say, I remember reading a, a statistic saying like 70% around there of Americans have less than $1,000 in their bank account. Mm. And But I can see how that happens just because like, obviously nothing in the world is free and like all these little $5 purchases add up. Yes. And that's what it is. Like, we live in a world where, like, like the, the people behind these big companies aren't stupid. Like, these guys are extremely smart. And they're going to cater to what their consumer wants. And honestly, what we want and what we really value is convenience. And mm-hmm. we value convenience to a length that... We'll, we'll give up our freaking privacy for it. Like, if you mm-hmm. think about it, like, think about all the things that you just waive your privacy rights mm-hmm. for so that way you can, like, download something faster. You can pay for something. Mm-hmm. So, like... The you, Apple like, card. Exactly. Like, we just... You, we can swipe swipe a card. You never actually have to exchange cash. You don't see how much money is actually leaving your account. I can just pay for stuff on my phone through Apple Pay. So, literally, I just type in my passcode or get my freaking fingerprint, and that's gone. Mm-hmm. So... It is extremely easy to spend money. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you're tracking it so you see how much you're spending. Yes. And there's two kind of that to your point, it made me think of these two things. Um, the first thing when I went to um, the first college I was at High Point University, we were in like president's seminar in one ep- in one episode. <laughs> one episode? <laughs> one, one episode <laughs> of High Point University. <laughs> One class, he gave everyone, every freshman, a dollar bill. And he was saying it's so easy to kind of lose the value of money and the understanding. And it's like, oh, it's just $5. Here, take it. Or I don't care about that. Or like, keep the change, if you will. But like one day, you might really need those the 50 cents. Or you might really need the dollar and like hope you had it. And he like encouraged us to keep the dollar. And to this day, I, I haven't spent the dollar. Like it's on the wall in my room, just because like that was kind of like deep, if you will, and understanding like again, 
like there even if it's a penny that's valuable one day you might really need that penny you know what i mean i still have my water jug that like i fill with like spare change oh, with yeah. in my closet like just mm-hmm. i i mean honestly i haven't used it in a while probably like, like probably a couple years yeah i mean i just keep it it's mm-hmm. one of those things where like i just keep it around in case like if i'm down bad i could go like yeah. i got my little money that i got hidden away from myself that i could go pull from mm-hmm. my friend taylor and i we used to um save all our change and then go to the bank and like turn into money and i remember one time i'd say so much i got like 35 dollars from just change laying around so and at the time don't just like think it's kid, just a penny like that, right? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that's the first thing and then to your other point i think it comes down to and especially with us and like everyone in regards to budgeting and seeing how much you spend what is truly worth your your time and hard work because you earned that money mm-hmm. hopefully and then, and then, um, like, is it is it worth it? Like, is like, is are you are you gonna make use of what you're paying for? You know what I mean? Like, is what you're spending worth it? Exactly. And I mean, we will we'll definitely have uh, episodes, more episodes talking about money later. Just because doing this has given me some ideas for future episodes, and also I feel like. Um, because a lot of people that listen to this podcast are around our age and going through a lot of the stuff that we're going through, it'd be really helpful for you guys. I actually have some ideas coming up later. But I just want to add this on real quick because you just brought it up um, with, you know, you worked hard for that money. You need to value it. Um, quick something I'll say is going off of that, take the money that you earn and the idea behind like investing or like business ventures and stuff like that is take that money and then put it into something or do something with it so that way it'll make more money for you so view it more as a tool if you want if you're really trying to get ahead view it more as a tool to then gain more money without you working as hard for it Mm -hmm. and then we'll touch on that more in like later episodes in the future yes and then if you're listening to this if you either follow us on facebook on our facebook page or instagram if you have any good ideas about investing or different ventures and ideas of saving money i know some co-workers use acorn and things like that whatever it is feel free to leave a comment or post it because it's just helpful to everyone even ourselves it might be something that we aren't even like we didn't even know about so with that, it's time for our wrap up. You're done, babe, right? You mm-hmm. have anything? Okay. I think I've <laughs> said it all. I'm still in shock. That's all. Okay. So yeah, but we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up. So I'm gonna go ahead and jump into our weekly chew. What are you leaving us with this week? So, have you guys ever heard the term "happy wife, happy life"? I'm sure you have. <laughs> um, Alexis is smiling over there. We are gonna be talking about kind of. That concept and also like just not marriage because obviously we're not like married, relationship, but like, yeah, like relationships, expectations, going goals, mm-hmm. things you see on social media, like, like, you know, extravagant, like engagement proposals or promposals, like mm-hmm. all of that. We're talking about it all. And I would tune in the next week's episode because we have differing points of views on some of the stuff that's going to come <laughs> up. So it might get a little heated. Um, we're also going to try to get our first guest speaker 
on this upcoming episode, so come back for that. And guys, I know we missed last week. Like I said, I'm sorry. Well, we're sorry, but yes, we there are. was a couple things going on at the time. Um, but we are now back in full swing. We'll have content for you next week, and we'll also have a some additional. Surprise. Yeah, we'll have a couple surprises, a little, you know, something to make up for us missing last week. So be on the lookout for that too. But mm-hmm. for now, it was good hanging with you guys for tonight. We'll see you in the next video. Bye, guys. Catch y'all in the next episode. episode. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs>